This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome along to the Kent Online Podcast. It's Friday, January the 29th, and we're going to start with some news that's breaking as we record the podcast at the moment. A fire has broken out at an army barracks in Folkestone that's being used to house asylum seekers. Now that's from video that's been posted on social media from inside Napier Barracks this afternoon. You may well know by now the site has been used to house up to 400 men who've arrived in Kent on small boats, where there have been numerous calls to close it down, with many saying the conditions were inhumane, especially after a recent outbreak of coronavirus. Earlier in the week, a group of human rights activists staged a protest outside and threw fake blood at the gates. Well, Bridget Chapman is from the Kent Refugee Action Network. She was actually on the podcast at the end of last week and this is what she had to say about conditions at the barracks at the time. You know, we were always seriously concerned about how it would work putting so many people into such a small space in a in a pandemic and we asked our people were going to socially distance and the fact is that they can't in that space. And I I can't imagine how frightening it must be to be locked up in a space with 400 other people, knowing that 100 of them at least have got COVID and that it's only a matter of time before you get it. I mean, it must just be terrifying. Well, Bridget has sent us another statement this afternoon. This is what she's had to say. She says that although they don't know exactly what's happened today, what they do know is that the barracks are unsafe with many cases of COVID being confirmed. She goes on to say it should have already been emptied and closed down and had the Home Office heeded the calls to act urgently, would not be in this position now. And she ends by saying they hope all residents, staff and emergency workers responding to the situation are safe. Now, we will, of course, keep you updated on this story. To get the very latest, you can head to kentonline.co.uk and listen to KMFM News. Kent Online reports. Next on the podcast today, we've got news on the COVID vaccine. Firstly, because there are concerns about queues of elderly people waiting outside the first mass vaccination centre in Kent. You might remember we told you earlier in the week the facility had been set up in the old Debenham store in Folkestone. Well, at Kent Online, you can see pictures of people queuing up to get their jab. Some have reported having to be in line for up to two hours. We went to the first day it opened on Tuesday, and this is what Dr Sarah Phillips from the Kent Community Health Trust had to say about the process. People will be receiving letters from the NHS inviting them if they live within a 45-minute drive of this centre and they can book in online or there's a phone number and then they come here with an appointment and as you can see there's a, there's a big system going on here to get lots of people vaccinated quickly. It's, it's a bit like an airport in that there's, there's the different stages so people are checked in at the front desk and then they are what we call consented so that's where they're asked about their clinical information and they will then go on and be vaccinated. So, so anybody doing the vaccinated will, vaccinating will be a registered healthcare professional. People doing other roles might not be, but they are all trained and supervised by registered professionals. So it certainly isn't all doctors, but they, that every, everyone performing a role has been trained to do so. And it's all done uh, very safely, as you can see, with all the infection prevention and control um, guidelines being followed. 
The Trust have been approached for a comment about the queues. Elsewhere, Kent's biggest hospital is going to increase its coronavirus vaccination capacity so more people can get the jab. From next month, it's understood Medway Maritime in Gillingham will have vaccination clinics set up on weekends, offering hundreds more appointments. And the Woodville Theatre in Gravesend will open as a mass vaccination centre on Tuesday. Its thought facilities will also be set up in Thanet and Maidstone and will offer jabs to thousands more people across the county. Elsewhere, the number of patients with COVID-19 in Kent's hospitals has fallen to its lowest level for more than five weeks. Latest figures show 985 beds across the county are currently being used by people with the virus. That's the first time the total has dropped below 1,000 since December the 19th. But NHS Kent and Medway has warned against complacency as twice as many patients are in hospital than during the peak of the first wave back in April. And bosses in Medway have made a U-turn on plans to change the cost of funeral services. There was a huge backlash after it emerged services at the council's crematorium in Bluebell Hill would be cut down to half an hour, but still cost £710. That's the normal price for a current hour-long slot. It's been confirmed from March it'll cost £482 instead. The authority says to help it meet demand, it will temporarily implement this approach for most of its services. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. A man's been charged with murder after a woman was found dead in Margate. Officers discovered the victim's body at a property in Goodwin Road in Cliftonville yesterday morning. A 57-year-old who's from the same road is due in court. A Maidstone man's been arrested after a group of alleged COVID deniers tried to take an elderly relative out of a critical care ward. Video footage shared on social media shows people visiting a family member at East Surrey Hospital in Redhill and some weren't wearing face masks. Police say they were abusive to staff and refused to leave. A 45-year-old was detained yesterday on suspicion of causing a public nuisance. Residents near Faversham are complaining about a rubbish fire that's been burning for more than a month. Household waste, which was illegally dumped in Hernhill, caught light in December and people living nearby say smoke is still blowing over their homes. The owners of the land say it can't be put out in case it pollutes a nearby waterway. Now, it's thought there'll be a staycation boom in Kent this summer, with many people still uncertain about whether they'll be able to travel abroad. While we're not allowed to go abroad for a holiday at the moment, it's unclear when travel restrictions might be eased, and along with that, things like having to isolate and for how long. Well, a study has shown that just over half of people have expressed an interest in holidaying in the UK instead. We've been catching up with Deirdre Wells, who's the chief exec of Visit Kent. We have a huge opportunity in Kent with the wealth of fantastic coastline and great food and drink and great heritage to encourage people um, both from the local area, but also from those near um, uh, destinations such as London to be able to travel um, when they are feeling comfortable to do so. Uh, it's also really important that our businesses um, have an opportunity to demonstrate all the hard work they've done to make our visitors COVID secure. So some of your viewers may remember last year, we had a good to go campaign, which is a kite mark, which shows the, um, reassures the customer about the work that an individual premises has done to make people COVID secure. So I think there will be a real opportunity to be able to rediscover and re-engage with our fantastic tourism but also to do so in a way that keeps ourselves safe um, while we're getting out of this very difficult period. Kent Online News. 
Another KFC is going to be built in Ashford. There's already three in the town and the new one will be on Waterbrook Park in Sevington. It's been approved despite concerns from residents about rubbish. A huge new theme park in North Kent is one step closer to getting built. The government's approved the application for the multi-billion pound London resort project on the Swanscombe Peninsula. That's between Dartford and Gravesend. Well, a public inquiry will now be held to decide whether to take the plans to the next stage. That could take up to 18 months. Rita Ora says she spent as much time as she could with Sir Michael Caine on the set of their new movie. Twist is an updated version of the classic Charles Dickens novel Oliver Twist, which premieres tonight. She plays a character based on the artful Dodger, while he is Fagin. And Rita says she learned a lot from the acting legend. First of all, I'm just so happy that we are able to... um translate our version of these characters and modernize something that's so classic and such a British culture and so such good heritage and Charles Dickens for me being a fan and learning it in school and then having the ability to take an act like Awful Dodger, i.e. Dodge, my character, and just flipping the script on it and really doing my own version was um, so fun and a great project and I never wanted it to end and working alongside Sophie and Lena Headey and Sir Michael Caine and Lena also having that ability to flip the script and work on her character was like we all just helped each other out and it just really did feel like a family like the movie you know and we all supported each other in, in good times and in bad times and yeah, I, I had the best, best time being dodged, honestly. Sophie Simnet plays a character called Red. What's great about this film is that, you know, Charles Dickens' Oliver Twist is such a classic and we see that because the essence of the characters are still there, but they're just played by different genders, which is the best way to do it because you're going, I'm not, I'm not writing a male character and sticking a female actor to do it that they can't relate to. We've reshape the characters so that they have feminine more feminine qualities um and yeah I think I think they did it really well and it's it's so exciting that was definitely the first thing that I was like yes sick I'm in I'm in like that's great it's it's the perfect kind of film to do that and at kentonline.co.uk you can read about Kent's links to the original book now one of Kent's most popular outdoor events has unfortunately been cancelled for a second year running because of the pandemic the Faversham Hot Festival was due to take place in September but organisers say it would have been irresponsible to go ahead thousands of people normally go as it's one of the biggest free street festivals in the southeast. And a music teacher from Tunbridge Wells is going to be on The Voice this weekend. Andrew Baitup will be hoping to impress the judges and get them to turn their chairs around to make it through to the next stage of the competition. He was on KMFM Breakfast with Gary and Laura this morning. It has been a long, long wait. We actually filmed the episode back in October, so it's been a long, <gasps> long time. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, well, give us a quick sort of greatest hits of your musical life uh, before you got to The Voice. I started in musical theatre, actually. Um, I told um, in Joseph's musical um, for about three years um, in and around the country, to be honest. I actually did a, a few a few tent venues as well. I did Tumbridge Wells, which was great. I've been teaching more so over the last few years. They're teaching singing, which has been um, really, really good. But then this so, came along and I was like, why not give it a go? The kids at the school must love this, mustn't they? <laughs> well, they don't know yet. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're going to go absolutely <laughs> berserk when they find out. And they're watching the telly on Saturday night and then their teacher comes I on. Know. Hang on, that's Mr. Beta. What's going on? I know. <laughs> well, they were slightly confused because I suddenly disappeared for a couple of weeks for the filming. <laughs> 
They were like, why is this debate up? Not in school. And I had to, I had to keep it very, very quiet. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, amazing. What can you tell us about your performance that we're yet to see this weekend? Is there anything you can tell us at all? There's nothing I can tell you at all, apart from we're actually um, into episode five. So quite a lot of the slots have gone. The coaches <gasps> are starting to be very, very picky about mm-hmm. who they turn and who they don't turn. So, yeah, we'll just see what happens. At this point, it's a, it's a bit sticky because there's not a lot of slots left. So, yeah, no. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, we've got everything cross for you and just yeah, know that have. Kent's radio station is behind you every step of yeah. the way Andrew you're going to smash it oh thank you very much go on Andrew Kent Online Sport Football now and Gillingham will be looking for another big win in League One this weekend the Jules put four past crew Alexandra on Tuesday but face the tough task of travelling to Sunderland tomorrow defender Ryan Jackson believes they can get a result though if we if we uh, have a good result like that um, I'll be happy with that Listen, obviously, it's one game at a time. It's one game at a time. It was a good result on Tuesday. Hopefully, we can just build on that and step by step. But the main thing is trying to stay consistent. I think that's how you build uh, good squads and that's obviously how you get um, fighting for something at the end of the end of the season. Um, you, it's a league at the end of the day. You have to stay consistent. Um, we haven't been as of late, but the last few um, results uh, have been pretty good for us. So if we can now take that on, build on it um you never know come end of the season we're confident um like i said we've got obviously got a game plan try and stick to that uh work hard as a team and you just never know obviously in football things could just fall our way on saturday yeah we know that obviously they've got good players um they're a massive club you got to give them their respect um but we treat every opposition the same uh we have our game plan and uh, we try to execute it as best as we can and hopefully that's enough on the day. The opposition are seventh in the table, five places above Gillingham. Follow Kent Online Jules on Twitter tomorrow for match updates. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.